This episode is powered by Flex Chargers. Hey everyone, this is officially legit. Episode 11. Man, that's crazy. We're like, we're legitimately in the double digits now. So I feel like at some point we can't really say that it's crazy that we have a new episode because this is just our lives now. I mean, yeah, now that you mention that, actually, I have to talk to you. I have to talk to everybody about something that happened to me at three points about that. But let's get this show running. Coming up. Yes. Okay. This is Kat, a.k.a. from Paul Revere, a 1986 classic by the Beastie Boys. I'm Kat Lim, and I get respect. Your cash and your jewelry is what I expect. AKA, if homeboy is coming through with closed-minded thinking and toxic masculinity, it's quiet. But if homeboy comes through with a progressive perspective and a willingness to learn about how to dismantle the social contracts that uphold the patriarchy and continue the oppression of marginalized communities, he can, like, get it. AKA, thunder, 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 cats, ho! AKA, Cat Lim got the punts, make your booty go. <laughs> AKA, Filipina Colada. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. You already know. It's your boy Wilson. AKA, I'll hit the Snoopy dance if you hit me with the Elaine dance, shorty. AKA, I'm going to marry Callie Yukis one day. I won't settle for less, to be honest. More on that later. AKA, if you're lucky, I'll leave you on red. But that doesn't mean you're not on my mind, baby girl. That's all that matters. AKA, that terrible feeling when you hear los platanos tan diez un peso, but you left your wallet at home. That's heartbreaking, fam. AKA, I got recognized at three points yesterday because of this podcast, so I guess that officially makes me a podcaster. Officially legit. That's crazy. It's insane. So, how has your week been, Wilson? Oh, man, my week is crazy. We're, we are six days away from Rolling Loud. All that work has been kind of piling up um, every day, 12, 13-hour days just working. Uh, I went to Three Points also. I got to see the Gorillas and Kylie Yukas and Abra on uh, Friday. I saw Kevin Parker, Skepta, and uh, Kay Trinata yesterday. But let me just tell you, I've never actually been to Three Points, okay? I've heard a lot of stories about how Man. it's like... Yeah, no. Even I've been... Even I have been to Three Points before. I went last year. <laughs> You're a veteran. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I hear a lot of stories about how, like, it's so artsy, you know, and stuff like that. But I've never actually been there to experience it. You know, they, they do a really good job with their... Uh, that we're, we're trying to like feed into that demo not even just like the art but like sort of that indie crowd like their bookings is crazy the fact that they had the, the gorillas for the first time in florida is, is insane also kevin parker from tame impala first time performing in florida like that's crazy so let, let me give you a quick little quick little recap when i when i saw kylie Ugas, right um as i mentioned in my intro i'm not going to settle for nothing less you know so uh a couple of years ago in Orlando, she had a show, a really intimate show at Back Booth. It was like a 350 cap room. And I was at the time dating some girl that wanted to go. Now I was like, you know, it's date night, whatever. And I went and I fell in love immediately. Like it was like love at first sight. Like I'm with this girl, but I wasn't even caring. You know, I didn't even care. Like I, I knew I knew who I knew what I wanted. <laughs> I knew what I wanted. So you know, I dug, I dug a little bit more info on this girl. I found out who she was. She's Colombian chick, whatever. I have really bad luck with Colombian women. That's a different story. I didn't, I didn't know she, Kelly was Colombian. Yeah. Fast forward to Friday when, um, you know, we were at three points and like she, I saw her set and I, I honestly, I didn't even know she was performing to be real. You know what I mean? So like when I when I saw that she was performing, I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, I'm definitely going to stay here and watch their set. Like, of course I'm going to be. But then I heard I heard like to, to a certain associate of mine that uh, that, you know, she she has a weakness for Dominican men. 
And uh, she also loves Virgos. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that kind of checks me off a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm also a Dominican that's a Virgo as well. So, uh, you, you know, she's she's currently in a relationship with somebody. But, Kaliukas, was- if you're hearing this, just l- I'll let you know. I'm waiting for you whenever you're done with all that business. You know what I mean? I'm here. Waiting. I was about to say, like, your the timing was about to be perfect, but then you said that she's currently in a relationship. It's cool. It's cool. You know, like, sometimes in order for you to get to the end point, you got to go through obstacles. She's going through an obstacle right now. It's oh, fine. Oh, she is. She's, she's going the through the obstacle. <laughs> but I'll be here w- waiting for her whenever she's done and ready. I love her. I do. How, how close did you get to the stage? I was basically there, like, in the front sort of thing. For for her set, um, then like I kind of got like lost. We were looking at all these cool like installations that they had, and it was just too many people for me to try to get close for the gorillas, you know. So like, but it's their their production was so great that you could be anywhere and still catch like the full glimpse of it. It their production was amazing. But for her set, I was like right there in the front for sure. You should have held up a sign. Like I'm not I'm I'm not that kind I'm not that kind of guy. Nothing. I'm I'm not a sign guy. I'm not a sign guy. <laughs> Just uh, nah. the only the only sign that you hold up is your Virgo sign. You you already know, like, I, see, see, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't believe in like horoscopes and stuff like that. To be honest, right? But when she when she said when I heard that she said when I heard that she, I heard that she said that she likes Virgos, automatically I'm trumping for the Virgo for the Virgo people. Like, yo, all right, we're here, we out here. It finally matters that I'm a Virgo. <laughs> it finally matters. But um, yesterday, yesterday, that was on Friday. Yesterday, I went to go see uh, Kevin Parker. Now, those of you that listened to earlier episodes on this podcast, you know that I'm a huge Kevin Parker fan. Like, I love Tame Impala. Huge Tame Impala fan. I, I think almost every volume that we've done, we've posted on Spotify, there's been a Tame Impala song. Almost all of them. Yeah, like, I'm a huge Tame Impala fan. And, you know, I was most excited knowing that he was going to be there. Honestly, the only reason why I wanted to go to Three Points was to see his set, right? So he had a DJ set with um, Mark Ronson. It was cool because he had, like, a lot of Tame Impala songs, like, remakes with, like, a lot of hip-hop joints. He also played a uh, a unreleased song that he has with SZA, and it's really tight, really tight. It's, um, they said that it's going to be dropped uh, soon as soon as they uh, finish clearing off some samples and all that. But um, yeah, he has a song with SZA that sounds amazing. It's incredible. That sounds but, like it'll be really nice and really smooth. Yeah. I one of my one song that I'm like obsessed with is actually a Tame Impala remix of a Miguel song, Waves. Yes, yes, he played that as well. Yeah, and it's, I just uh, uh, it's so smooth and it's like butter, and I feel like with SZA's voice, it's just gonna yeah. be like all that all over again. <laughs> right, right. It's hard for me to explain because, like, I'm very like dyslexic when it comes to music, right? It might not make any sense, but he played like the beginning of "Humble" by by Kendrick Lamar, and like switched that into "Elephant" by Tame Impala, and it was the most amazing transition that I've ever heard in my life. Just, it brought it brought you to tears, didn't it? Nah, man. When he played "Eventually" back to back, I started crying like like a little baby, <laughs> like a little. Like a little baby. <laughs> So, soft coach, soft and coach. It didn't help. It didn't help that moments before that happened, I saw my ex girlfriend walk by. So it was like, damn, this is like, it makes so much sense for me to be crying right now. You saw your ex at some other some other thing that we were at. When is I feel like the they're just kind of crawling all over the place. Wow, what kind of guy do you think do you think I am? <laughs> okay. I'm just saying we. We've only hung out in person. Well, no, it's okay. It's been like four times, and a twenty-five percent of the time. Okay, what 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 out of four of the times there was an ex that was spotted? That was at emo night. That was at emo night, and it actually was the same girl. Oh, it was the same girl. Okay. Yeah, makes sense that you, someone a fan of emo night would hang out at three points. Hmm, yeah. Maybe it sounds like someone I'd be friends with. Seemed like we're into the, the same stuff. Yo, chill. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh no, I had I had a great time. Skepta, Skepta had an amazing set. Kate Trinata had an amazing set. 
Um, uh, oh my God. Can I just say that like he was the main reason why I wanted to go to three points because he's like, whenever someone asks me, what type of music are you into? I always say, well, I'm into all sorts, but like my favorite musician, at least right now, is Kei Chinata. Yeah, and I've been he, saying that for like past few years. So w one thing that I got to say about three points that I didn't understand was why they didn't put Kei Chinata on the main stage. He he was on like the second second stage. But I just felt like his production and like mm -hmm. the amount of people that were in that room to see him, it just made sense to me for him to be on the main stage. So, and also, he came on at one thirty in the morning. Is that like, does that, why is it so late? Shouldn't he be earlier or is that, some, is that actually popping for him to be that late? Well, in that crowd, they're ravers. You know what I'm saying? Like three points didn't really actually finish until five in the morning, you know? Because that's that kind of crowd, like it'll still be packed at that time, you know? People were still coming in at like two in the morning. Mm. Yeah, I'm hoping that maybe um, I'll see him at Art. I don't know how to the proper way to say this because I only read it on the internet. But Art Basel. Art Basel is is, is fine. Art Basel. Is fine. Art Basel. I'm I've heard people say Art Basel. Uh, Art Basel is fine. Art Basel. <laughs> Art Basel. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that I'll get my chance to see Kechanana and have my like one day. It'll happen. Yeah, man, you guys should have made the trip to three points. It was great. It was great. Um, shout out to Toyota. Toyota had a ni nice little, a uh, cool little sponsorship installation there. It was tight. Uh, was it like a car? Well, ironically, yeah. But it was like a cool car that had like a photo booth attached to it. And it was real, it was real like fire. It was like a, a Okay, they probably car. just, they probably just stole that from um, Pit My Ride, so. <laughs> what? Is that, is that? Did that happen? What, what didn't happen on Pit My Ride? They put everything in those cars. You're right. You're right. So maybe we should come up with a segment one day of like our dream Pit My Ride car, you know? Yes, that'd be great. I actually have a Toyota right now. So if they would like to Pit My Ride, <laughs> yeah, I'm right here. Um, I'm waiting. I have, I have a Camry as well. If they want to pimp it, it's cool with me. I have a Corolla. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I. <laughs> Two very common cars, cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very dependable, reliable car. Yes. What happened in this installation? You said there was like it was like a camera. Yeah, it was like a photo booth, um, like attached to. All right, so what it was, it was it was a car, and like the back end of the car was attached to a walk-in photo booth, and like you could fit up to like three people inside, and it was like a gif, a gif photo booth. And that's then you cool. get, you get in the car, and if you like if you like it, you on the screen that's inside the car. You could like send it to your email, and that's what I did. It was tight. It was oh, tight. we should post it on the page. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went to Three Points last year, I the installations were really cool. Like there's this thing that you stuck your head in, and then it's like a box, and then it was like cool lights. But then there was other installation that was scary as shit, and I don't understand <laughs> why it was there. Because like, <laughs> so basically, it was this. It's kind of like a screen cage, not really a cage, but like a box. Okay. And there was a person in there and he, the person was wearing a mask and the, it, it was just covered in this like red screen material. And there would play this like horrific, horrific sounds of like screaming and just loud noises. And then this masked figure would just kind of like run around the box, like kind of like running up to people that were like peering in. And I was like, I have to walk past it and I'm just gonna like try not to make eye contact and run as fast as I can. But it was really terrifying. I don't <laughs> like this is kind of killing my vibe, these sc the screaming noises. So so it's funny that you say that because yesterday when we when we got there, we got there kind of late, it was like almost 10. And somebody on the main stage, there was like the, this weird act. I, I don't I don't have this actually hold on a second, I do have this schedule here. Um there was this act named uh Evis Tumor, and let me just tell you, it was the strangest thing I've ever seen. He was on stage with like a chainsaw, no joke, like a, like a chain, like a chainsaw, and it was just like a lot like chainsaw music, right? And he was like yelling at the crowd, and then <laughs> <laughs> it was like a performing, a performing uh, art performance. You know what I mean? Like it was like supposedly art on stage sort of thing and it was like not working out i was like i gotta get out of here it went somewhere else it's <laughs> one wrong move and it's lights out yeah and like <laughs> it, and I, I just heard him yelling at the sound guy he was like turn 
the fucking house music up. This is so whack. They got to hear me. They got to hear me. <laughs> I was like, what? Are we 100%, 100% sure that, that he was actually on the schedule to perform? Yeah, no, no. I, I looked the guy up, and that's the kind of music he makes. And, like, um, he, it's funny because you mentioned the guy in the mask. He was wearing, like, a gas mask. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's not art unless you have a gas mask on. Definitely, definitely. A chainsaw. He had like one of those um, aprons, like uh, those rubber aprons. Oh, like from The Purge? Yes, yes. That's not where I think about it from, but yeah, I think about it like from like Dexter or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really quick. Everyone has been trying to get me to go to things with chainsaws recently. Like, you wanted me to go to Three Points. There's a chainsaw guy there. People are trying to get me to go to the Halloween Horror Nights where there are chainsaws, people that run after you with chainsaws, and then also Screamageddon, where the people with chainsaws can actually touch you. Yes. What? Funny that you mentioned about Screamageddon. I've been trying to find a group of people to go with me, because I am so down. Cat, let's make well, it happen. I, my friends can just take you instead of me, because I don't want to go. <laughs> Did you see that you had to sign like waivers and all that? Yeah, and apparently, um, shout out to Mike and Jasmine. They, Mike's like, yeah, you can actually uh, sign up for this thing where you wear this like necklace, and they yep. can actually kidnap you and take yep. you away from your group. Yep, and put you in another room. Yeah. Why? Why would first of all, why would you sign up for that? Second of all, why would you pay money for someone to do that to you? The thrill. It's the thrill. You don't the thrill. Mean, yeah, the thrill. Listen, cat. Let's go. Let's go. I'm serious. Down. No. Let's make it, let's make it a group <laughs> trip. We, we can live stream it. We can live stream it. That'd be kind of funny if you live streamed it. I just, I'm just afraid that I will cry. Like, I'm going to cry. That's and the I'm point, gonna... though. I'm probably going to cry, too. You don't want <laughs> to see me cry. It'll just make, it'll be uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> like, the oh, people man. with the chainsaws. The people with the chainsaws would be like, oh, sorry. Dude, just stop. Please, stop. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. So we're probably gonna go. We're supposed to go to Halloween Horror Nights on Sunday, and not not today, but the next week. And if I survive that, then I don't know. Maybe we'll go scream again. We have coupons. Wait, horror so. Horror Nights is not is like tame, very tame compared to. Scream That's why I'm saying like I have. I feel like I have to go through that first. Okay, to be able yeah. Because to... Horror Nights is it's like a it's like a one minute walkthrough. You know what I'm saying? Like stream again is like 30, 40 minute walkthroughs. They have one in Tampa at the the chamber, the chamber of terror by the um by the aquarium. It's like a ship, the the big ass ship that's there, and like it's a thirty five minute walkthrough. I went last year with um with a listener to the podcast, Chess. It was it was amazing. It was incredible. I was legitimately scared. What if I pee my pants? Literally. It's and cool. Then... It's, it's, part, it's, part, it's part of the thrill. So I'll just bring an extra pair of pants and it's fine. You feel me? You feel me? Just, just, just keep a backup on deck. Uh, so besides chains, what else happened to you at Three Points? <laughs> are you going? Are, you were there fr yesterday, Friday and Saturday, right? Are you going yeah. again today? I am not, no? actually. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm worn out. I'm washed. I'm so washed. Got too much. Well, you got too much shit going on. You have a festival to prepare for. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, it, it's just like, I, I I can't believe it's six days away. Like, I'm going to be flying in a few days to uh, to uh, San Francisco to go set, you finish setting all this up. But, like, I can't believe it's six days away. Incredible. Yeah. You're heading out to California on Friday? Yes, to San Jose. And from San Jose, I'm going to San Bernardino. No, I'm lying. I'm going to Mountain View. I'm going to Mountain View. Wow. Well, you got this. I see people tweeting about it, um, about how they're so excited to come out to Rolling Loud, and I'm sure it's going to be there's going to be a, a huge crowd there. And Travis Scott oh, is the one sure. who's lighting this one, right? Yes. I'm so excited to see Travis Scott. Just found out that we're getting the bird. So I don't know if you know Travis Scott, his stage, like he has a couple different stage designs, but the one that I love is when he brings out the bird for him to stand on. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's bringing out the bird. It's going to be cool. Oh, man. Well, tell him I say hi. <laughs> tell, tell, I'll tell Kylie also. Kylie. Oh, oh yeah, because he's a new dad. Yeah, well, no, they'll definitely be there. Are you going to be on babysitting duty? <laughs> she had a kid already? <laughs> no, I mean, 
for Kylie because she's basically still a kid. Oh my god! So is a babysitter? Oh, oh, for Kylie? Shit! If they pay me well <laughs> enough, I'll be a babysitter. How was your week, Kat? My week was pretty good. I had. Uh, it was my two-year wedding anniversary on Ooh. Tuesday. I know, made it two years. It was great. So, you and Matt, your your couple name is Matt, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> or cat. <laughs> what? Say that again. Your your couple name is either Matt or it's cat. You know what I mean? Because you combine both names together, it still equals the same thing. <laughs> That's how you know it's meant to be. We used to go by Matherin. Well, okay, maybe like two people, two people call this Matherin. That's what uh, Yeah, so we made it. And we had free flan at the Columbia. Hey, the flan is so fire. You're going to hate me, but um, I don't like flan. Wow, much uncultured. Just however, <laughs> however, um, we ordered um, the guava pastry thing. Okay. okay. That was that was amazing. Yeah, it was it was a very nice evening. We made it. Go us. High five. Two years. That's wild. And like how long have you guys been together together? Like for like what, eight years, ten years? Um, we started dating in two thousand eight. So next Ooh, year it's gonna be ten years. Yeah. Jeez. A decade. So like so as a as a married couple, do you guys like consider that an anniversary still or is it just your wedding date? So no. Well, like we celebrate our wedding date, but we still celebrate um, Pi Day, March 14th, 314, which is when we first started dating, just because like we've been celebrating for so long. I always wondered that because like I, I know I know people that have been dating since like middle school, but have but like have only been married for like one or two years. So then I, I'm like, yo, like how long have you guys really been together? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what is the anniversary? Are you guys like on the silver right now? You know what I mean? Like, like what's, what is your real anniversary? So yeah, yeah that's a good that's, point. That's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah, because you know you could just say two years, but then you have to give the context. Right, right. Because then it's like, damn, like two years. That's it. You know what I mean? It's not even that long. But then you got to give the history. You got to give the history. Exactly. You know what I mean. So, so at least you, at least you guys aren't fools like like I am. I tried to get married to a girl after like two years. That was that was the worst. That was such a um, bad move. You tried to get married after one glimpse, <coughs> Callie. Yeah, well, I'm still trying to get married to her. <laughs> uh, but the rest of the week was pretty busy, you know, <laughs> trying to get shit done at the office, trying to get shit done with my freelance stuff. Um, but. Nerd alert, I did get featured on the University of South Florida Honors College page. And I, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, man, look at Kat out here. And I saw that you gave a shout out to the podcast. Yeah, that wasn't even my idea. That was um, Grace. Shout out to Grace. She was like, we should, we can totally feature your officially legit podcast too. I'm like, um, yes, let's do you it. You got to make sure it's 100% collateral to all these people at USF, what the greatest podcast is. Mm-hmm. Honor, the Honors College Club is important. And uh, by Friday the 13th, did you realize that Friday was Friday the 13th in yes. October? Yes. Yeah. Mine was mine was pretty scary because my cat ate this, like, choker. It's like a stretchy choker of mine. Mm -hmm. And so we had to, like, throw her into it. We didn't actually throw her. She put placed her into a crate gently and drove her around in our car so that she'd throw it up so that she wouldn't die. Oh, man. So that was our Friday the 13th. And it was pretty scary because, fun fact about my cat, uh, she throws up and poops and salivates everywhere anytime she's in a car. And this one time this is the first time ever that I'm actually thankful for that. And on our way to the hospital, she threw up and it was there. So, man, see, <laughs> my, my, my Friday the 13th was nothing like that. that that's scary. That's scary. Yeah, because I was, like, worried that she was, the whole time, I was like, oh, my God, what if she dies? And before we had decided, made the decision to take her into the car, I was, like, really stressed out. I took her food scooper and started cleaning her litter box with it. Because, I, oh, like, I, no. <laughs> instead of the, part, the pooper scooper, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm losing it. We need to do something. But aye, aye. <laughs> I am very proud of myself, though, because uh, Matt and I stepped into action really quick. And I feel like... 
it's a good sign of us as cat parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did we did what we gotta do. And um we made our cat throw up. <laughs> you know, that's that's real. That's real. Legendary cat parents. Yes. And hopefully this stressful week will um pay off in a couple of weeks because we're gonna be having a big music week at the end of October and I'm really excited. Yes, yes. You you have you going you going to Voodoo Fest, right? Yes. Well, so a few days before we leave for Voodoo Music Festival in New Orleans, um, Goldlink is performing on Monday, which I'm not 100% sure if I'm going because I'm definitely going to Rich Chiga's set on Tuesday. And then it's Fest on like Tuesday and Wednesday, which is like punk music. And then fr th Friday, we're heading out to New Orleans where Kendrick Lamar and actually Rich Chiga's going to be there too. So maybe yeah. I'll see him twice. <laughs> and um, R.L. Grimes going to be there. Oh, tons of other people. I'm pretty excited. And yeah. Um, man, you got a, you got a lot going on. Yeah. So, on, right now, yeah, right now I have to clean up some vomit, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, see on Friday the thirteenth, all I did that was spooky was I watched Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> I watched that's about it. That's as spooky as it got for me. Like you, you went through some shit. You went through some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The <laughs> Yeah, that was my week. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, you know. Well, let's thank let's thank God that, that Lux is okay. Lux oh yeah, okay. she's totally fine now. She's totally fine now. Hopefully, she'll probably make a surprise appearance later on as she normally does. You already know, special guests every week. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth is pretty scary, and especially happening in October. I mean, I talk about extra spookiness, uh, and maybe start yeah. thinking about. I think the last time was two thousand six that it happened on in October. Oh, I was 15. That was a pretty scary age. <laughs> uh, but it inspired a new segment that we're yes. about to share with you right now. It's called Scary AF. And basically, these are little little stories, little campfire horror stories that kind of have to do with our today's, today's issues. Not really today's issues, but just kind of like today's life the way that we live. <laughs> yeah. You know, this, this reminds so me, this reminds me of like the Twitter account for uh, sign, modern day Seinfeld. This is like mo yes. modern day horror stories. Yes, yes. Uh, I was so proud of the name that I came up with, Scary AF, that I didn't think about the description, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. So do you want to share your story, a story first then? Sure, sure. So, okay. You have to be very dramatic. Like, pretend, no, no, all right, all you listeners you, out there, pretend that we are around a campfire and it's nighttime. And I'm passing Wilson the flashlight so that he can look extra scarier than usual. And, <laughs> and now we begin. Can you imagine opening up a text from somebody that you've been purposely dodging? For like two months. Yo, that's scary as fuck. And this is when I'm happy that I don't have red notifications on. <laughs> um, your turn, Kat. Okay. Scrolling deep through Instagram of a profile of a friend of a friend who you met like one time. You scroll deeper and deeper. And you just want to zoom in really quick on her selfie. And oh my god, you just liked it. You liked a photo from 63 weeks ago. <laughs> Yo, that happened to me one time. But instead of like being feeling some kind of way about it, I just like some more pictures from back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's awkward. It's awkward if you only like one. Like, you know what I mean? At that, that, that point, you just got to keep liking shit from back then. Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, I saw this meme that's like... What are you gonna do about it? Like honestly, what are you gonna do? That I just liked a photo from like two years ago on your Instagram. Yeah, you can tell that I was liking you, but what are you gonna do about it, really? <laughs> All right, I got one. I got one. Okay. Imagine, imagine you send a girl a paragraph long text explaining how you feel, and all she says is, Aw, that's cute. <laughs> See, 
not only hit you with the awe, but she also <laughs> hit you with the that's cute. <laughs> Question though, how many how many W's are in the are in the awe? Three. Uh oh. Hmm. I feel like the only genuine way out in awe it would be it would have to have like a lot of W's and, and capitalize. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty scary and also hilarious. <laughs> okay, I have one. Oh wait, how many? Quick question: How many do you have? I don't have. I just any. want to line up my last. You don't have any more? No, I, I never had any. This is all coming off the top of my head. Are you serious? I, I, I could I could do like ten more to be real. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> you type in your email and password. <laughs> Your login is incorrect. Try again. Login is incorrect. Try again. You've attempted to log in too many times. We've locked your profile temporarily. <laughs> okay, I'm just adding that because that literally happened to like a few days ago. I got my credit card stolen. So that happened. And <laughs> that happened this week? Um, well, technically the credit card information got stolen two weeks ago. But I found out about it this week, and so now I'm like having all these account issues, <laughs> and I have to dispute a claim. So yeah, this has been a pretty scary week. Oh no, that's that's terrible. I got one. Okay. Imagine you let this girl use your phone, so then that way she can call somebody because her phone died, and then you notice she's scrolling through the pictures and looking at nudes that her friend sent you. That's scary. That's real scary. Does that happen a lot? It's happened to me one time. Trying to talk my way out of that situation was not easy. It was not easy. Well, yeah, because then it's like, are they were they old? I said they were. Were they old? No. <laughs> okay, I have one. <laughs> okay, I have two left. So just be just be prepared. All right. All right. You decide to talk about your day on Facebook Live. One person starts watching. Five minutes later, it's still just the two of you. <laughs> at, that pr at that moment, did you just address that person? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one time I decided to go on Instagram Live and like, First of all, I was not prepared for like the pressure that just comes out of it. Like I was like, whoa, people are watching me. I don't know what to say. And I'm say talking about how I don't know what to say. And then two people actually immediately started watching. And then I just saw one person leave <laughs> immediately. And then the other person <laughs> left and like, and that was just me. Yeah, being on, being live is serious business. It's, it's stressful. It's stressful because like you gotta, you gotta entertain people long enough for them to keep watching. Yeah, why do you think we pre-record this? Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. All right. So you say you got one more? Yeah. All right, cool. So I guess I'm going to do my last one. All right. Imagine. This is real. some real scary shit. Some real scary shit. Imagine. You go to pick up your girl. She gets in the car. You start driving away. She grabs the aux cord, right? You think everything's cool, but then she played an audio record of you talking to that best friend that she saw the nudes of. <laughs> this is very specific. I feel like this is just a continuation. This is just a continuation of the last story. Man, it isn't a continuation of that last story. <laughs> Getting out of that situation was not possible. Let me just let you know that it didn't end well. <laughs> did it end well? Oh my god! I'm like the awkwardness is making my hands sweaty. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's my last. My last. Oh, hold on, real scary quick. F oh, real what? quick. My my way out of that situation was oh, I, yeah. I fended it. I fended it off on her, and I just told her that I can't drive like this. Get out of my car. <laughs> so yeah. What? Okay. I now I need a little bit more context as to. What happened uh -huh. with your relationship with this person? I wasn't dating. I wasn't dating her. Okay. Oh, well then. See, that's why I don't feel too bad. All right. 
That's why I don't feel so. Maybe, I don't maybe she should I, also see, that's talk. The that's the thing. I don't cheat, but I also don't get in relationships. Maybe she, I wonder if she talked to her best friend too to see what was going on with that. Yeah, I don't know. Not my problem. <laughs> okay, here's my last scary AF story. <clears throat> Casually texting with a new friend. Yeah, they say something that's kind of funny. You don't want to seem overly serious, so you tack on an LOL at the end. But as your thumb goes to press send, you notice autocorrect changed it to an all caps LOL. Like you're actually <laughs> laughing out loud. And it wasn't even that funny. But it's too late. Sent. Oh my that's gosh. That's terrifying. That's happened to me too many times. Um, I sound like I'm like way overly excited about whatever they have to say and it usually isn't even that great. I also hate it when autocorrect changes um, OMW on my way to on my way. Calm down. Calm down. I am not that excited to um, be at whatever place I'm going to. What's worse is when somebody says something that's not that funny and you say LOL and then later on they ask you about that situation that was that was not that funny and like you don't even know what they're talking about because you already forgot about it. But they're like, yo, I thought you said it was funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, usually what I'll do is, I don't know if this is better or worse, but if I accidentally um, type in like all caps, LOL, or sometimes they'll like, I just want to type in like a couple ha-has and then I'll change it to ha-ha-ha-ha, like that. Um, I'll be like, I'll respond saying, oh, did it mean that many ha-has? <laughs> I mean, it was funny, but I mean, like, <laughs> uh, I don't know which is worse. <laughs> I need an audio of you, go, you going ha-ha to ha-ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, sorry if I hurt anybody's ears. I had to illustrate accurately yeah. what was happening, though. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta cut that snippet because that was amazing. Not cut it, but we gotta use that snippet. Okay, great. <laughs> and that was scary AF. <laughs> what a good ending to it. I want to add like a a scary wolf sound, like oh, <laughs> at the end. All right, we'll add that. <laughs> yeah. So other things. So other things that happened this week besides it being Friday the 13th was a very uh, was a very intense cipher by Eminem or was it technically Let, let's let's be clear let's be clear a very intense spoken word by Eminem Oh yeah yes I um I felt the same way and yeah I feel like I can't we can't really call it a free freestyle it was I mean well it it wasn't a freestyle it, it wasn't a freestyle for sure but because, all right, it wasn't a freestyle, but it also wasn't a, a like regular song. It was just it was just spoken word. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Word. So, this is my thing. Okay, those of you that know me know that I'm not a big Eminem fan. Not because like I have a problem with him. Like a lot of people that say they're not Eminem fans or say that he's trash. Right? I don't think that he's trash. I think he's a really good artist. Like statistically proven, like he is the highest selling rapper of all time. Like it's really? Crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. He has, he's the only rapper, if I'm not mistaken, that has three albums that went diamond. You know what I mean? Like the only rapper. I didn't even know that was a, an option. Yeah. Well, so well, I didn't even know well, that was a level. Michael Jackson has diamond albums. Uh, Outkast has a diamond album, but that's a rap group. Like he's the only rap solo artist. I think Mariah Carey has one too that's diamond. But I think that, like he has three. He has three that went diamond. Though that's an amazing feat. You know what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. that's an amazing, amazing feat. And so you get he gotta get respect on that level. But I'm just not a fan of as me as I grew up, right? Like that that style of music that he makes to me is just not cool. Mm -hmm. the, like literally his punchlines is bashing somebody. You know what I mean? Like making fun of somebody. And like that well, to me is whack. And it's in whack. this case, he decided to bash uh Trump and right. people were pretty, they were sharing it everywhere. And then they were calling it like, oh my God, you gotta see how Eminem totally tore down Trump, blah, blah, blah. So people people missed a lot of the things that he actually said because everybody just assumed it was a 100% tirade towards 
like a, like a, a tack towards Trump, right? But he was talking a lot of other real topics. You know what I mean? A, a lot of other real, real topics. And here's my thing. Eminem is by far not the first rapper to do it. He, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. There are a I lot agree. of rappers in the more recent time that have done better job at it. But because he is that big of an artist, it's a big deal. You know what I mean? Like that's he is he is legitimately like in that top in that top tier of artists that is supposed to be vocal on those things. But guess what? So is Jay Z who has said something. So mm-hmm. is Diddy who has said something. You know what I'm saying? And I think the issue the issue is that um, people didn't expect Eminem to champion for the people against Trump like that. A lot of people forget that Eminem has a history of being really problematic. Really, really yeah. problematic. In ni- he in built 19- his career off of it. In he built his career off of it. Yeah, in 1994, he got a lot of shit for saying the N-word. You know what I'm saying? In his songs. So then he stopped. And then, you know, all the things about talking about his mom. I'm not even going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? All the things talking about his ex-wife, killing mm-hmm. her and all that. All the homophobic stuff. All you know what I mean? He's everything mm-hmm. in general. He's built a career off of being problematic. Now, when somebody like that comes out and talks about Trump in a negative way, who, if we're being honest, we would think we would think that Trump, right? Trump is probably an Eminem fan. To be real, like, I mean, a lot of his Trump supporters are probably Eminem fans. I think that's safe to say. Right. So it is a little surprising. It is a little surprising. Ben yeah. Staples, he, he kind of said it correct, though. Everything, literally, almost by verbatim that Eminem said, XXXTentacion said it a couple weeks ago. And almost, by, almost exactly every single topic that was said. But we all clowned him and said that he was trash. You know what I mean? It's because, I think it's because they have, people just have, like, a short memory. Like, I understand why they say that XXXTentacion is trash because all of the, uh, stuff that he like abusive towards women and stuff, but Eminem was also abusive towards women, and right. but people just forget about it. And yeah, like you said, people, other artists have been saying this for years and years and years, but suddenly like Eminem says it, and TBH, to be honest, like making fun of Trump is kind of like if you're not if you're not calling out Trump at this point, it's you're the you're. Like, why aren't you doing that? I feel like that's a bigger issue. And, um, like, it's good that he did, but I don't think we should uphold him as this, like, oh, my God, he's so woke. He's, like, the, he's like a hero to our people, blah, blah, blah. Yes, he is doing kind of, like, the minimum, the minimum that he should be doing, especially because he's a rapper and a lot of people within, like, that culture are the ones being affected by right. Trump. Right? right, right. So, like, yeah, it's good. And I, I don't see him as this, like, amazing hero of the people or whatever. But I do like how um he said that if you're he called out his support like his fans if you're a supporter of trump but you're still a fan of me i'm drawing a line in the sand and i think that's got a lot of trump supporters confused and i'm you know i'm for whatever confuses trump supporters yeah see this is the thing okay and and, and this is a much a much much deeper discussion right a much much deeper discussion but i'm just gonna like lay over the top part of it right there's a separation that there there has to be a separation between music musicians and the music and musicians in real life if we and this goes this is not, i'm not just talking about right now i'm talking about like in, in history right if we were to if we were to think if we were to think that we can't like a musician because of their political views right or their you know i, ha- I have this I have this argument with people about kanye all the time like it's it's annoying because like for years everybody told me you can't like his music you know what I mean like how can you like his music if he's such a shitty person in real life so in my in my eyes right I I I'm not, I'm not a fan of what he does you know what I mean I don't give a shit what he does in real life as long as he does good music people are like Michael Jackson a lot everybody knows whether or not the how the court went we all know what he did to those kids like it's a fact you know what I mean. Just because like the, he went through the court system and it came out through, he still gets championed. Why? Because people separate the music for his antics. You know what I'm saying? So if you flip it around, if you flip it around, right, I don't believe Trump supporters are really going to stop fucking with Eminem because he's not a Trump supporter. 
You see what I'm saying? Possibly. I don't know. Or maybe they'll like, they'll like hate listen to it. Hate listen to his music. <laughs> Look, Kanye is openly a Trump supporter. And I can't stop. I'm not going to stop listening to his music because of that. I don't fuck with Kanye like on a, on a personal level, if that makes any sense. I'm not going to be like, I don't ever tell people that he's the coolest guy ever because I know that he's a piece of shit. Even before that, you know what I'm saying? Even before that, it's just he makes great music. And it's really complicated. And I always find myself feeling really torn because when you come, like, if you were to stop listening to someone because they're problematic in some way, I feel like you wouldn't really be able to listen to anyone. I don't know. I, I like sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like I can't because I just I can't watch girls because Lena Dunham. I just can't stand looking at her face, knowing that all the stuff that she says. But then there are some cases where like y'all is someone who might be kind of shitty of a person, but I can Diddy ignore it. Diddy right mm-hmm. is right now like almost you could almost say he's like the face right of like change. When I say change, I mean is like doing things. Like he just said the other day that he wants to start like his own NFL his own football league, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. Like he's always, he's the one that people look to look to towards changing the, changing the culture. People forget, people forget that Diddy back. Oh, it's, oh, it's going to be 20 years ago soon. Right. He put somebody in jail for a murder that he did. He, he later, he later went ahead in the song and actually said that he put shine in jail for, for the, for shooting, shooting somebody in a, with a gun that has his fingerprints on it. Right. He has his fingerprints on it. But Shine went ahead and said that was his that was his homie and he he took the fall for him. And then and then later on in the song, Diddy even said it himself that he'll owe he owes his life, his career, and everything to Shine. So wow. yeah, but we don't look down upon that because we we're past it. You know what I mean? We're past it. That's over. That's over. You know what I mean? We're way past it. Like that's the reason why him and JLo broke up is because she couldn't deal with him being like that. Mm-hmm. Look. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is like there's a separation that we put between artists and what they do versus what their music is. There has to be. There has to be because if not, we could look I could bring up way more examples about Jay-Z, you know what I mean, about the weekend, about, about anybody, about anybody, the things that they've done. And it, it's not gonna it shouldn't change the way that we look at their music. So that and speaking of that, like what I'm trying to say is I don't think Trump supporters should stop listening to Eminem. And I also don't think Eminem should try to like separate them as well, because the real the real ploy behind it is that Eminem has an album dropping in like three and a half weeks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Come on. What are the odds that he's going to promote this right before his album drops? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he doesn't really believe it. He probably does really believe it. Right. He probably does really believe it, but come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm, I wasn't born yesterday. And, and I've also seen this same marketing ploy by my favorite rappers. My, that whole shit with Kanye and George Bush, as deep as it was, right, as, as important as it was, was like three, is like almost a month before graduation dropped. Wow, I did not realize that Eminem was having an album release in a few weeks that's now that kind of like changes my perspective a little bit damn like the music industry it play it toys with my yeah. emotions too much yeah definitely and, and look I, i'm not saying i'm not saying that that he doesn't believe in those things but come yeah, on yeah we're looking at the same marketing employee that, that jay-z's using that come on do you think these rappers really give a shit about colin kaepernick i'll be real with you like i'm gonna say it straight up do you think eminem and jay-z really give a shit about colin kaepernick Jay-Z owns, Jay-Z owns a, a, a sporting agency, right? He has Victor Cruz. He has um, Robinson Cano. He has athletes that he has under his sporting agency. Why do you think Jay-Z hasn't picked up Colin Kaepernick as a client yet and got him on the team yet? I, I'm just saying, all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that this is, this is it's, it's a fucked up marketing scheme. And I'm not saying that they don't agree with it, but the timing of it is just real sus. It's just real, real sus to me. Yeah, I mean, I can see how, like, I mean, when when has Eminem called out Trump any other time besides yes, just um, now? A, a couple months ago, he headlined a festival in Europe, and he called, he called them out on stage there. Okay, but that's still pretty recent when you think about it. Yep. So we're not saying that, like, it's bad that they called standing up against Trump, but at the same time, it's kind of like what you said. It's kind of... 
kind of works out in their favor too, marketing wise. Right, right. In trying to um and using Eminem's term, trying to draw the line in that sand of trying to figure out what's what's real and what's not is kind of crazy. He could also be trying to make him people who kind of gain supporters gain fans who definitely hate trump and kind of rally him behind himself right because right. of this new album and then maybe like you know with his current fans who might support trump either fuck them or maybe they'll change their minds and be and buy his album you see go, going back to what, what i mentioned that vince staples was saying right vince staples basically said he doesn't like eminem's freestyle and that other rappers have been saying it but he said it in a funny way to make jokes out of it Mm-hmm. He also so said he also said that he respects Eminem as he should, and instead of people taking it into like you know constructive criticism from one artist to another, they were saying that he was bashing Eminem, and that and that he doesn't know what real rap is and all the shit. They were attacking. Well, he got attacked. He got attacked from by Trump supporters. He got attacked by Trump supporters for criticizing the Eminem freestyle. What? Okay. Exactly. Oh, well, exactly. oh okay. Well, maybe they just saw like some person who's not white and talking about Trump, and they immediately took it as attacks against Trump. <laughs> so I don't know. See, my, my my thing is my thing is that if you look at what Vince Staples said, he's not he's not lying. the 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 topic was tight, right? The, the delivery wasn't the delivery wasn't besides oh, besides the yeah, punchline at the end. Everything else was kind of soft. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I mean, is it bad that like I started listening to it and I stopped it and decided to just look up the lyrics instead because I didn't really want to listen to it. I was not enjoying. It. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't. Is this supposed to be like a good song? Because I'm not getting. It literally it. was just a punchline at the end. But yeah, you're right. I think it was kind of soft too, and like calling out Trump at this point is kind of low hanging fruit in a way. Like we do it all the time. We're making jokes all the time, but like. You you got you have to like if you haven't yet it's what's why haven't you that's a bigger question which which is a good a good segue into talking about Jimmy Fallon mm, mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon he has been has had a history of being way way soft with, towards Trump when he had Trump on his show during the race he like there's a clip of him like messing with his hair like he asked can I can I just touch it and just mess up his hair and you'll notice that they never cut to the roots. <laughs> they never, they didn't show any reaction from the roots, and uh, I think the reason should be obvious. And then just recently, he was interviewed about why he doesn't ever attack Trump, and he said it's just not really his thing. He doesn't really like politics, and I don't know. Okay, he, he, here's my thing. While I do believe that somebody on his platform, he has a really crazy following. You know what I mean? Somebody on his platform should be vocal on it. I am going to say this. And I want, this is like playing devil's advocate with Jimmy Kimmel. With Jimmy Kimmel and Steve, Stephen Colbert heavily be getting into the politics scene, if he were to do the same thing, right, he would be following that demo. Okay, as 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 a show, as a business, and as a show, he has to keep himself separated. If not, they're all gonna have the same content. You, you get what I'm saying? Now, yeah. the thing is that he completely stays away from politics, and I think that's wrong. Like, I think that maybe he shouldn't be going as hard as Jimmy Kimmel does. Jimmy Kimmel goes hard. Sometimes I look I look at, like, besides, like, what he talks about himself, like, his skits and stuff like that, like he really, it is not just Trump. Like, just politics in general, he really goes hard. You know what I mean? A lot more than people give him credit for. I do think I do think that, that Jimmy Fallon is, is, is fucked up by not getting into politics, but I also get why. You know what I mean? I, I understand why. As a business, they got to keep themselves separated. Yeah, I guess, but like, um, I see what you mean. Like, he has to have like his own his own style and stuff. But it's just this is politics is just affects everything, and it's just something that we're always surrounded by, and like it's just currently happening. And um, he also said that he made fun of he would make jokes about Obama during his presidency because, but now like with Trump, he it's like he can't really crack jokes about Trump because it's just so horrible. But I mean, like Obama's presidency, even though compared to this, it might not, it might seem a lot brighter and happier and like more positive. But he, Obama, did stuff that isn't that I, I can't co-sign. Right. It wasn't a great time for everyone during Obama's presidency. 
Okay, so it, Jimmy Fallon, and there's some, there, so there are some times that he should be vocal, right? Mm-hmm. So in, in situations like the long, the long period of time where Trump wasn't going to Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. that would that should have been a time for him to say something. Yeah, I mean, he has this platform; he should use it, you know. Right, right. The and thing I get is it. That pe- people, people confuse not saying anything to supporting. Like mm-hmm. people think that he supports Trump because he doesn't say anything. But like I said. As a like on a business standpoint, I understand. I understand why he does. Yeah, and I mean, he probably doesn't want to like lose fans, and he wants to get along with everyone. And as an ENFP personality type, I totally get that. You want everyone to like you, and you don't want to cause any, you don't want to stir any problems with anyone. But sometimes you do have to use your platform to speak out. Or who knows? Maybe he just fucks with Trump. Oh, don't say that. I hope not. Well, I'm saying like that's a, that could be an option too. I'm 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 just playing the devil's advocate on trying to figure True. out I mean, why it's a good way for him to do it. But that could be it. He could just be a Trump supporter. You're you're not not wrong. That's yeah. possible. So as always, we had to talk about Trump, and he actually made our cringe moment of the week. Cringe moment of the week. Trump recently in an interview was talking about how you know he's doing all this all that they can for the victims of the California fire for those in Puerto Rico and how he met with the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands. And there's one problem with that, because if he met with the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands, he essentially had a meeting with himself. Hold on. He's the president. Just l- let's let them listen to this piece of shit. And I will tell you, I left Texas and I left Florida and I left Louisiana and I went to Puerto Rico, and I met with the president of the Virgin Islands. This is incredible. I can't believe that like this guy is still in office. There's no this way. Guy, honestly, has some, has, does somebody even check to see if he has a CTE problem? Uh, what's a CTE problem? Too much concussions where you start just forgetting shit. Does he know that he's president? Does he even know? I don't know. I mean, he was going around saying how he hates everyone in the White yeah. House. Maybe he was going um, through a vertigo while he was like saying all that. I don't know, and like, as you can hear in the clip that we just played, you can't twist that any other way. He said he met with the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands, because you know he's going to go on Twitter and talk about how the fake news is twisting what he's saying, and how he knew what he meant, or he knew what he said, but um, no. It's incredible. Incredible. This This is our president, everyone, and he's also the cringe moment of the week. The other thing is, it's going to be a year very soon since he got elected. Keep this in mind, Kat. Don't, don't edit this out, Matt, so people can get, like, people can uh, remember this. But when we, near that, when we near that time, we have to do a special episode, okay? Recapping all the bullshit. Yeah. All the bullshit, all right? But um, I think this wraps this episode up, right? Yep. Yep, that's it. Wow. Um, episode 11. We did it. It's we survived Friday the thirteenth. We survived my cat eating shit she's not supposed to eat. You survived uh, seeing Callie, <laughs> Callie without you know um, asking her to marry you, and also you survived not crying too much at the Tim and Paula show. I cried a lot. <laughs> I, cried, I cried a lot. Um, <laughs> Kevin Parker is amazing. Amazing. His set. I, I I wish I could go back. To be honest. I wish I could go back. Can you send this to him? Can you send this to him? Sure. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Since, well like, I said earlier, like I said earlier, um, I could not make three points. So I live vicariously through Wilson and through our playlist by adding two songs by Kate on a couple of my favorites, to our Spotify playlist, Volume 5, out now. Check it out. Probably, probably our best playlist so far. It's pretty good. I like. It's pretty good. I'm, uh, I was listening to it on the way to three points. Actually, so, so it's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, and you know, we always have a mix between like, oh yeah, this is like this is a banger. But then some of them are like, hmm, I kind of want to just ponder life. Some of them um, will get you dancing to some international hits. Thank you, Wilson. You already know. You already know. <laughs> I had to put I had to put the classic by La Máquina. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to. I had to put the classic. Time to get cultured, people. Right. And you and you know if you if you want to get in that mood, you listen to some genuine, some so anxious. You know. 
It's on there too. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're in the mood for. So you can we listen have, to our playlist. We have everything. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. Look up the officially legit jams volume five playlist. Make sure you like and review our iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. Rating us on iTunes helps us with visibility. So more people, we can get more listeners to notice us. I was actually reading some of the reviews and, you know, shout out to the two reviews we got so far. Yay. Did you actually see them? We, we actually did I, I've, I've only seen one. I only saw now we have two. <laughs> now we have two. Um, no. um, all right. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at 2official2legit. Look for us on Facebook. Make sure you follow me on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter at WZHappening. That's what's happening. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram on, under CatLimDesign. And you can look me up on Facebook under CatLim. All right. We got a short week recording, so I'll see you guys soon. See ya.